listening to the Ed Reach Network. Ed Gamer, episode 115 on Edrich. Gilbert, the gray. This is Ed Gamer for Saturday, October 12, 2013. Ed Gamer is part of the EdReach Network. EdReach.us, giving education a voice. A big voice. This show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We will give you the education angle on any type of games, ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We will discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I'm Zach. And I'm Jerry. Have you ever tried to say that, like, with your eyes closed? Uh, yes. Do you think you could do it? Could you do it right now? No. If I gave you the first word, this show is dedicated to education gaming on any platform. We'll give the education angle on any type of games ranging from tabletops to MMOs. We'll discuss how these games impact student learning and how they can be used effectively within the classroom. I think I skipped something. My eyes are closed, by the way, just to let you know. Okay. Did I skip something? I I don't know. I wasn't really paying attention. So, Jerry? Yes? Who are you? My name is Jerry James, and I'm a visual arts educator from Schaumburg, Illinois. And my name is Zach Gilbert, and I'm your host. I'm a sixth-grade social studies language arts teacher from Normal, Illinois. Will there be one week where you say the hostess with the mostest? I think that's understood. Okay. Little agua. Spanish speaker. A little early um, in the morning, isn't it, buddy? Water. Water. Okay. Hey, uh, Stitcher. You've heard of Stitcher, haven't you? I've heard. I heard of it once. 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 Okay. So Stitcher is the hottest radio platform on the internet. It streams. And they're taking education forward by giving EdReach and education innovators everywhere a great place to publish content. Listen to EdReach shows on Stitcher. We thank Stitcher. You just hey, wanted buddy. To, hey, you just wanted to disappear on me like that? Um, Google Talk crashed. Why do you have Google Talk open? I wasn't using Google Talk. I went to do my screen share, and Google Talk decided to take a Google dump on our podcast. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, let me, uh, hold on. That's interesting. Can we get back to a few things here? You were trying to open up Stitcher and do a nice little promo there, weren't I you? I was there? doing a promo for Stitcher, and look what happened. Well, I'm back. There we go. Okay. Uh, okay, hold so on. So Stitcher is pretty good. Let's see if it works this time. Hey! Maybe. Uh-oh. That's no, up there. Oh, good. There you go. Okay. So it's a uh, it, it's an app, iOS, Android. Uh, you can listen to it on your computer. But it's a nice streaming streaming app, and you can listen to just about any show that's out there. All major shows are on Stitcher. And, of course, us. And all major shows, and and us, and Ed Gamer. So, how was your week? We missed last week, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, it was a rough week. Um, crazy weekend, wedding, lots of stuff going on. So, concerts, all kinds of fun stuff. So, it, it was oh, a good concerts. Yeah, so, hold it. you went off and did something fun instead of hanging out with you. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes sense. I could ditch you next week, too. I could be mean. I was offered tickets to a hockey game by a very good friend of mine. And, uh, on Wednesday? On Thursday. 
I'll hold it. We are, yes, we are going Because we are recording on Thursday. We have a couple guests next Thursday. We'll post that on Google+, and I think you, as the audience, will thoroughly enjoy. And, Jerry, I think you will, too, because this has an art angle. Excellent. And uh, Good. You'll, yeah, you'll, you'll enjoy that. So pay attention to the Google events. Yeah. Um, no, it was, a, it was a good week, pretty normal yeah. week. Getting excited for tomorrow. My wife's going to run in the Chicago Marathon. I'm going to watch. <laughs> Is there a, an establishment you might go and watch other things? You know, ironically, I was a little worried because it's obviously very early in the morning, 7.30, and um, I we went to the, the expo last night, which, by the way, they've done a brilliant job of laying out because to get all your free stuff, like your shirt and your bag, you have to walk through the entire expo, which is in McCormick Place, you know, this giant, giant area, and it's got all these oh, yeah. different brands and stores, and Nike is, like, dominating. Nike had an entire store set up in the expo area. Isn't is it the capital for Nike in Chicago? I have no idea. That's a great question. They definitely have an outlet store. Well, but, um, MJ... Come on. Oh, oh, Mr. Nike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Okay. Um, no, you know what? I was actually really impressed with the technology usage of the whole thing because she's oh. done a lot of the, like, marathon, half marathon things. Yeah. And depending on who puts them together, they're kind of sketchy with, you know, packet pickup is, like, kind of like a conference, like, giant, you know, letters hanging with L through M here, you know. and But uh, you walk right up, and they had iPads on every station, for like ready for like hundreds of people and you walk up and somebody checks your ID you know very high security now unfortunately because of the Boston yeah, thing you're yeah. the only person that can pick up your own packet and stuff like that so so they walk up she shows her ID and um, it says okay go to booth 24 and by the time you get to booth 24 a person already has your packet out Here you, you know ready for you she's like hello yeah. Carissa you know and hands her a thing and I was like whoa big brother crazy. yeah yeah um, but it was cool, and so to get back to the point, yes, uh, one of the <laughs> one of the local Chicago breweries, Goose Island, um, oh, boy. set up an entire. They had a huge sign with the entire map of the of the race, yeah. and um, they've contacted bars all the way up and down. And there's a watch station for every single mile. So for spouses. Yeah, yeah. Or, so, or friends of uh, friends of runners. Yeah, so I'm going to do my best to get to, you know, every place that I can. You know, I've noticed, miles. You know, I've noticed that um, it's interesting. Um, over the years, I've noticed bikers, not motorcycle, but, you know, um, uh, you know, pedaling. Yeah, bikers. Bicyclists. And bicyclists and runners seem to consume certain protein beverages there is there is like every race we go to there is the the most popular tent afterwards is the beer tent there's like <laughs> there must endless. be something i have no idea why there's there's must be some science to it i will say i do love my wife but the runners are kind of a weird crew they're they're just some odd people i i love you people you're you're great congratulations <laughs> especially you, the one I, that lives with you you do something i could not but um yeah. but they they're weird you know bicyclists do the same thing very interesting clothing choice oh. choices, you know. Yeah. Very... Now, do they have chips? Do they have chips for to the runners? You're probably no, oh, not like chips. Dipping, like um, uh, to monitor them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, it used to be, you know, it used to. That's another technology that's taken off. There's there's serious money in uh, in oh, a yeah. lot of these races. You know, like the the last one she did was like one of those color runs, and it was like 
it was like forty dollars for the run, and they just like throw. You know, I was like, man, somebody's raking in the money for this. <laughs> like, they brought nine pounds of colored dust to throw on people. And oh yeah, the they color didn't even time that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this one, no, it's pretty seriously timed. They used to give you a little chip that went on your shoe, like inside your laces. Right. But now it's all in your bib. You know, they just. Right so when you it. so when you eat the lobster at the end, you can pull it out. <laughs> no, and... it's a, there's a lot of technology in the bib. It's like I think they stole the like passport. To, do you have one of the new passports? With no, the, is it? Oh. it it's weaved in. Yeah, it's got like all the digital technology in it. They were. Uh, I think they've stolen that now because you could scan your bib at the Nike store and it shows this, you know, on this big LCD television behind you, it has your name and it says like a slogan or something for you, you know, that's pretty interesting. So technology, you know, even in those big areas, technology is still dominating, which is... I wonder, I wonder if some of those racers, you know, they, they have their own technology and, you know, eventually they could have a watch, you know, okay, yeah. I need to be at this point by this time. You know, oh yeah. Keep pace and, and yeah. the whole thing, and you know, kind of gamify. We can get badges on running to certain points. It's funny because it's something that that needed needs absolutely no technology. I mean, you're right. You're running. The concept is the most basic, simple thing in the world. Uh, you put on shoes and you run 26 miles. Like, there's no technology needed whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah, the poor guy that started the race died from it. You know, that's, that's always <laughs> and he didn't thing. have Nikes. Yeah. yeah. He might but, have been um, praying to Nike. But, <laughs> but it, yeah. no, it's it's amazing how much technology there is, you know, between the apps, the all the things that people had. There were huge things on earbuds now. You know, that's that's a massive business, like sweat-reducing earbuds that go yeah. in your ear and don't fall yeah. out. Like, it, yeah. it's, and it's crazy. It's, you know, or it's... Uh, uh, it gets damaged from all the moisture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. And yeah. then, the, yeah, the body, you know, oh. the body, um, yeah. not judging, but uh, like, uh, <laughs> I, I lost the, the word. The, the body judging is just out of control. No, the, uh, wow. ano, like, uh, you know, keeping tabs. Contest? No, keeping tabs on your body while running. You know, oh, like okay. Your hydration and oh, your yeah. monitoring. There we go. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah, it was I wonder if somebody's going to wear Google gla uh, glasses. That would be actually. You know what the coolest technology I saw was they did a, a huge video of the entire race, and you know they whoops, watch out. They morphed <laughs> over uh, all the different like areas, and it went like you know super fast speed. It was a really cool video, so you could see the entire race. You know, okay, just well, in case so, you were paying attention. Right. So okay, we, we I was doing my best to bring that to gaming. Yeah. In education. It's but, kind I mean, of like a game. But it's well, it's, it looked it's, like Grand Theft Auto that I was playing this morning. Right. Okay. So, but it's taking something that didn't need technology and integrated it, and so. Oh yeah. Uh, and... it, it, new new things will be coming out. There was something that I didn't add in the notes that maybe we bring up another time, but I think it's called graphene. Uh, like it's graphite or something like that. It's G R A P H E N E. I think that's what it is. Okay. It's uh, it's what is going to. It's lighter. It's really light because it's graphite. It's conductive. It's more conductive than most things. Silicon, I think it was what it was, and stronger than steel. And but it can be morphed and in, in, turned into different things. So they're talking about devices, creating flexible devices, interesting, uh, in different shapes that we could use. So that's something. I, I think we need to bring that up sometime. So pretty soon I'll have my uh, my full battle suit that I can just put on to go play. 
the Halo 344 by the time right. it comes out. Uh-huh. Like you just enter into your your yeah. game controller battle suit. Is that something that like Batman had? You know, something I, like a graph, you know, graphite type. Yeah, thing? yeah, like it just, you know, and then there was that <laughs> what was that? Weird one with the bat nipples that he <laughs> had. Whoa, yeah, whoa, yeah. family show. Okay. Um, what was uh, what was oh man, oh, it's gone. Okay, totally hey, gone. So game club. Um, we are still not up and running. We're still still waiting for a few things, few administrative. You've been my things, inspiration. So. You are the wind yeah. beneath my wings, and now you can, your, your wings are you're wingless. You're I'm wingless. Just just uh. You haven't even taken off. You're just on the ground. Okay. Well, yeah. We're more okay. like. Well, I I have been a little frustrated. Um, to the point where this morning I'm thinking, do I not even do digital games? And I, if, if any of my students or game club uh, participants are listening, they're probably going, what? Um, but I've had so many issues technology-wise this year, and it's mm-hmm. been very frustrating. So the laptops that the kids have won't run mon- Minecraft. I can't get them updated. Okay. Um, need uh, An update might help, but it's blocked. So that's a, that's, that's a huge issue. Uh, I, something needs to happen, so I need to see if these laptops could actually run it. We're using dex- desktops. We're using, um, uh, you know, flash drives to, you know, uh, yeah. to run it. Um, one of my uh, another middle school has actually sent me a permission form. I was going by the honor system and making sure that the kids had licenses. Hmm. You know, I have a certain number of licenses that I let the kids, you know, use. I keep an eye on those, um, but. She came up with a permission form to make sure the parents are signing off, saying, "Yes, my child has Minecraft," and mm-hmm. so when they do bring it in, they can they can plug it in. The only thing is, is that we are offline; we can't connect to Minecraft.net um, because it's blocked. I was going to say, is it blocked by your school? It's blocked. Yeah. Um, I have a solution, but that's in the early stages, and I don't want to reveal my secret. <laughs> I it, it, if it. If if it does work, I'll reveal it later. But Does I don't want to. Secret involve one of the new hundred dollar bills. <laughs> no, is there technology weave through that bill? Have you seen that? No. It's crazy. It's cool looking. I'll bring it up. Okay. Uh, uh, so the power glove. That's what I was gonna say with the neoprene Batman suit. The power glove. You remember yeah. that? See, yeah. it's, someday it's gonna be a power suit. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, we had game club last week. I've been averaging between thirty five and forty. Okay, that's awesome. Um, we've had some table toppers. We've had some digital gamers, and I don't know. I, I just I I'm wondering about just going non, um, I guess non digital uh, for some of these. It's it's just getting a little frustrating. And finding a space that I can have digital gamers and table toppers in the same room. Mm-hmm. And that's um, the room that we used last time was. Um, oh, you got the bill. Uh, the 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 room we used last time didn't have doesn't have any carpet on the floor. Really, Jerry? Okay. I'm just showing it off. Look, it's very good for people with vision impairment. Now they're saying because it's a specimen. Well, yeah. So you can't copy it. It's like oh uh, yeah. So um, yeah, the room was very loud. It's it's I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting old, but <laughs> the our digital gamers are very loud. Um. Yeah, I would agree with that. There's a certain. Uh, ah, 
There's a certain out. excitement to it, you know. I mean, it may, but maybe that's because oftentimes they're alone, you know, with the inability to do that. So. Oh, maybe, or maybe they're yelling in their in their yeah, computer room. In the headset. Yeah, in the headset. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Okay, so uh, next Friday we're having a game club meeting. Um, I'm hoping to make some decisions. We're making a Google form to get interest of the students and what they're wanting to play and what they're wanting to do. I'm trying to create a list of games that they like to play and create like a Symbaloo or a, a links page for them um, to go to. Kind of some safe games, uh, safe games to play. But uh, it's I've I've gained about ten new websites of really cool games from the kids in the last couple Nice. Weeks. You so know what you could do is you could start a podcast about games and education, <laughs> and then you could share those I with could. the audience. Well, you know, when we put that together, when we put that page together, I will be able to share that out. But uh, there's been a lot of really cool games and very inventive ways of getting around said firewalls and blocking <laughs> The kids are really good. It's it's that's why I'm just like, why are we blocking? Why are we blocking? Because the kids are they're just gonna figure out ways to yeah. to get around it. Yeah. Hey, uh, 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 a foe of Ed oh. Gamer. Okay. Friend of Ed Gamer. Yeah. Uh, Sylvia Martinez. Yeah. One of our best interviews. Twice. 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 <laughs> twice. It's a whole story. Okay. Um, for those of you that don't know, we created we. we we thought we recorded one of the best interviews of all time on Ed Gamer. Top, top two. Yeah, and somebody forgot to hit the record button. So she was very nice and let us uh, do it again. One of the greatest quotes from that interview, Jerry? Okay, are you going to pull the, up the link? The Titanic. Where's the link? In the document, Jerry. Jeez. Okay, uh, it's... One of the yeah. What's the what's the quote? Oh oh, I didn't know we were there already. Look at that. With the Titanic thing. Yeah. Yeah. Do you great. remember that? Yeah. Uh, it's uh, calling education a success is like calling the Titanic a success because some people made it to New York. Yeah. Just because people made it to New York from the Titanic doesn't mean that it was a success. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> That's sorry. I don't mean to laugh at you know the Titanic, but you <laughs> yeah. know. Way to go. Oh boy. So, um, yeah, she's she's very good. She now she is, she was she just resigned or resigned from I think resigned from Generation Yes, which was a a student kind of student led movement in schools to help teach other students and teachers. Uh, you teach the students the computer skills, the computer literacy skills, and they would go and help teachers. And other students throughout the school, they would fix computers. They would, uh, they'd help build websites and and teach teachers how to use technology within their classroom. So now she's off to bigger and better things. Well, I don't know if it's bigger and better, but it's other things, other good things. And she is really getting into the maker un uh, uh, movement. And so she has cr uh, written a book with Gary. Is it it's Steger, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I think it is. Um, using technology to make, repair, or customize the things we need brings engineering, design, and computer science to the masses. Fortunately for educators, this maker movement overlaps with the natural inclinations of children and the power of learning by doing what? I'm on there about the author's page. And I just, What'd I you say, uh-oh? Well, I saw a typo. Oh, no. 
Instead of stem, they left out the A. Oh, that must okay. have been an accident. It must have been. Yeah, she is. If I remember correct, I mean, she's a science and math. She was one of the uh, engineers that helped create GPS. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. She might have some math skills. I think maybe one or two. Yeah, you left out the A though. I mean, Steam. Steam. So uh, check this out. This looks. I'm gonna have to get a copy myself. Yeah. Maybe. Let's see. Maybe. Maybe she could send me a copy. <laughs> send us a copy. Okay. Uh, let's see. Next one is another book that was recommended by Wes Fryer. Another. We gotta. Wes, you gotta get. We need you to come on the show. Uh, he is definitely a friend of Ed Gamer, even though he's never been on the show. Yeah. But uh, it's called Play, How It Shapes the Brain, Opens the Imagination, and Invigorates. Wait, wait a minute. You You're at? skipping all around on me. Jerry, Invent to Learn is the first link. Oh, man. Play to play. Fine. Next Whatever. One. You've yeah. made your point. Yes. In art, they count by odd numbers. It's because we're odd. <laughs> okay, so uh, Play, How It Shapes the Brain, Opens the Imagination, and Invigorates. I love that word. The Soul, and it's a Kindle book. Cool. So it talks about play and how, you know, at early ages, bring smile to the face, even bring smile to the faces of adults. So it talks about how play, um, it, it's, it's, it feels like a guilty pleasure, but it really shouldn't. I think you should purchase this fine book, yeah. and then you should give us a chapter-by-chapter -chapter update. Me? Yep. I, I, I do need to read it. Good. Okay. It's not not like I have a family or a job that we'll get me. to chapter one next week then. How okay. about Thursday night? Oh goodness gracious! Good shortened yeah. week. Yeah, thanks, Jerry. Chop chop. You know, did I tell you that I was at school until seven thirty last night? Oh, um, no, you didn't. We were working. <laughs> my friend, uh, my teammate on my middle school team, left oh, school, drove up to Chicago, and she almost beat me home. She almost got to Chicago. She was about five minutes from her house, her you know her house she grew up at with her parents, and and yeah, so she almost beat me home. Yeah, that's how long I was at school. Okay, so that's something to check out, especially if West Fryer recommends. Uh, do you have the infographic? We are having camera issues. There we go. This is, is interesting. Is it the right way to you? It's mirrored to me because well, it has taken over my face. It's fine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, it talks about the gamer. Do you want to kind of read through some of that? I'm going to put you on the spot, Jerry. No, that's fine. I'm trying to figure out how to fix my... Uh, I'm not screen sharing anymore. This is just my face now. Well, I see the screen share. Great. So it says the gamer. Hold average, on, I'll get to. I'll get to. Oh my goodness! Okay. All there right, the average gamer. Now what's up there? Yeah, it's, I I see what I'm seeing. Okay. Yeah, mine mine is a is a hot mess. All I see is the EdReach network with the guy. Okay. No, uh, the average gamer, 34 years of age. Interesting. Okay. Stop moving your mouse. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Yeah, 34 years of age. Okay. Uh, 39 years, the average age of the most frequent game purchaser. Okay. Well, because you're including parents. Okay, sure. Twelve years, the average number of years adult gamers have been playing computer video games. Twelve years. Interesting. So, okay, 
Oh, wait. So I'm trying. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm doing. Hold on. So that would be 22. Well, it depends on how old. Yeah. But that would make the average age that people start playing a game then 22. <laughs> yeah, and there's it's math. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> it's math. 67% so, of U.S. households play video games. Interesting. Now, I, what is... I, I okay, would find that, that on the low side. What is... Now, is that... Is that like whole household holds? I don't know. Whole? Holds. Average gamer ages. 18 to 49. Okay, interesting. So, wait. Wow, this is a weird study, man. I mean, 2010 gamer ages. They're saying that there is... There are less people under 18 playing video games than there are over 50. Because it says 25 yeah. to 26%. I'm not sure I buy that. Now, okay, I wonder if that's two separate things. I know a whole lot of people under 18 playing video oh, games. Yeah. I don't know anyone yeah. over 50. Yeah, now, hold on here, though. Uh, you know, I wonder if that graphic splits in half. Because it says U.S. household playing video games. See, I'm kind of... I don't know if I'm liking this infographic because you have... It says gamers ages. The, so the, what what games do you consider... What do you consider games? Uh, so you the, could be playing poker. Yeah, the point of a... The point of a... Infographic is to make, <laughs> make things clearer and yeah. more visual and this mm -hmm. is becoming muddier and... Um, Eight hours a week playing video games. I, I would say that's, that's actually... I don't know. Is, it, is that recommended TV time? Now, Eight here's hours? my question. Do we have some definitions down at the bottom? Because, oh, that goodness gracious, that's small. And I have my glasses I, on. I like the primary console thing. That's interesting. Yeah. 80% um, Wii for females. 41% Wii for males. So this See, is 2010. I bet that's gone down. Oh, yeah. It would have to. I don't see 41% of males. I don't see Wii as being the most popular. It's gone down the last three years. Yeah. 40% yeah. of all gamers are female. I would say that, that hopefully, that's a great number. I hope that's accurate. Um, I, you know, and that's going to change. Because, of course, there are more females than males. And, I, you know, I'm seeing more and more girl gamers. In fact, I would say I saw somebody else tweet this out. Somebody that I that I follow and follows that gamer, um, they were saying that a majority of the participants in their game club were girls. Huh. And I've I've got a I've got I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna have to take a, a count. <laughs> you know I can even take because I have permission slips. I can just go through and see who's actually signed up. I'm laughing at this statistic. Parents report always or sometimes monitoring their monitoring the games their children play ninety ninety seven percent of the time. Sounds like the Anchorman thing. Sixty percent of the time, it works every time. <laughs> what? Pa parents report always or sometimes monitoring the children ninety seven percent of the right. time. That would make you you can't always monitor something ninety seven percent of the time. Well, no, it's ninety seven. Oh, <laughs> yeah. 60% of the time, it works every time. <laughs> that's, a, that's an anchor, man. You know, this is, this is... We're shooting holes in this. And that was not my intention. I do like some of the things here. It's kind of cool. Uh, 10.5 billion in revenue. That's insane. 
And actually, uh, I would I would assume that's low. That, that, well, it's higher now. Well, yeah. It's higher now. And what's crazy is the fact that, and I think you've read this too, that the gaming industry is is more profitable. More money comes in, I guess, from the gaming industry than the movie industry. Wow. Look at the video game versus computer game sales. That's interesting. I think that's... Hmm. That's interesting. You should have said console games versus computer games because they're both yeah. video games. But and what do you consider? Yeah, like I said, we need some definitions here because is that iOS? Is that Android? Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. That that would because be. I bet. I bet. This this definitely needs to be done again, and you can have it separated. Yeah. Um. Okay. What is this? FTC also periodically studies nationwide undercover shops. Of movie theaters and movie music game retailers, most recent survey found 80% of individuals under the age of 17 were turned away when trying to purchase. Well, that's that's better than what I thought. When trying to purchase an M-rated game. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. So that's good. Um, but parents still buy it, so you get. <laughs> I bet I'll, there is. I bet kids at elementary schools throughout the country have Grand Theft Auto Five. Oh, sure. I'm sure I have, my kids have it, and they're not supposed to be able to, to be able to buy it. Yeah, they're they're not 18. Yeah. I mean, a, a few are, but not the ones that are talking about it in class in my freshman classes. You know, I like. And the, how are uh, they getting it? And and see, here's this is something that we're going to have to bring up sometime. And you know, I'd love to get some guests on it of digital licensing. And I can't tell you how many times I've had already this year where kids. They've been watching movies online. They've gotten games, or I've had to stop some kids with Minecraft because they're sharing it. They don't see, they don't see that that's illegal. Yeah, it, it, they have no concept of it, and they don't feel. They, it just it, it glosses over when I said this is not legal. What are they going to do? Come and get me, or is the you know the the game police or the movie police or music police going to come after me? They they did that for a while. There was a little, um, you know, with music. Music guys. Yeah, is it Cub Scouting for is, a while? Yeah, is the Boy Scout in me? Is is it, you know, like no, this is wrong. Times are definitely different. You know, even when we're talking about the ratings and things like that, I just from you know, I did the tutorial this morning of Grand Theft Auto, and this is so. This is the first thing you play in the game. There is nothing like I wouldn't have been caught dead in my house with that. Oh. <laughs> with the, the kind of language oh. happening in that, let alone the violence and everything else, just the language in the first, you I know, would have in been the sweating. segment. I remember oh, the man. first cuss word I heard in a movie that my mom was in the same room. Oh, it was super And awkward. I'm just like, I'm super sitting there looking awkward, around yeah. and I'm sweating. Yeah, darting around. Like, like, I was like, oh my she God, hear it? sorry, I didn't know it was in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, I can't imagine my, my 14-year, 15-year-old kids playing this like it's nothing. I mean, I don't know. Does it, does that have some impact on kids? That's a whole other conversation, it's, right? It's, it's, I don't know why it's different. I never, the first time I watched American Pie yeah. was with my mom. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. I'm like... Oh my God, I, I, that, and I was an adult. And that still, had to be great. <laughs> still, yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I would pay for the feed of you watching it with your mother. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna take a drink. 
Okay. Um, yeah, my camera is down. Um, I cannot go hey. back to it. I am not on screen share. I, it's just... It's net. showing. Me? Well, I don't know. No, it's... not me. It's showing the screen. I can't... I'm not screen sharing right now. That's you are. Problem. I see it. No, I understand it's up there, but like how you click on screen share, yeah. mine is off. Okay. So well, I... Hopefully, the audience is just seeing the screen share and yeah. seeing me down at the bottom. Yeah, because I'm picking my nose. <laughs> now it'll come back. <laughs> Do you want me to screen share mine and see if it pops back for you? See, I can't start. Or you know what will happen? I'll screen share mine and it will lock and we'll just be totally screen shared. <laughs> Go ahead, try it. That'll happen. Okay, let's, let's do this for fun. Maybe Google's trying to tell us something. I don't know. Okay. We should have stayed on a on an audio podcast. Yes. Okay. So there's there's our next article. Okay. Tune Academy, can you get back to yourself? Um. No, I'm like I'm not screen sharing, but it's still the it's still screen sharing. I don't know how else to... Okay, wait. I can start screen share. So now I am screen sharing. And now let's stop. Okay, now I'm not. I'm going to put you back. I'm going to put that... Okay, stay there because I'm on I'm on the next article. Great. Which is Tune Academy and Minecraft. So do your kids love Minecraft as much as we do? Yes. We're partnering with our friends at Minecraft EDU, Joel Levin, to show what kids are learning about Minecraft in Tune Academy Minecraft which runs through October 17th. You have five days. Okay, here's how you enter. Create a Minecraft how-to-how-toon on Toontastic that teaches other kids... Joel! Your, hey, there's Joel! Uh, your favorite Minecraft activity. Upload your cartoon to ToonTube and submit it to the contest between the 7th and the Toontube. 17th. And share how your tunes with... Uh, how-toons... That's tough to say. Share... Share your how oh they missed this one. Share your how tunes with friends and family on Facebook and Twitter. Each like, share, comment, and tweet counts as a vote for your cartoon. Cool. Nice. So looks like really cool. Looks very cool. And I have not messed with uh, how tune. How tune. So, yeah. So that looks very interesting. Awesome. Very interesting. Ooh, core. What is this? Creative core aligned mission plan. Yeah. You know, for all you core lovers. Oh, there's Joel again. Wow, he's everywhere. Common core standards. Yeah. He's got a goatee. Look at that. No, does he have a full beard or does he have a goatee? He's got beardage. He's got there. yeah. He's got he's got uh, yeah. He's got beardage. Beardage. I don't know. If, I don't know if I want to. Do that. Interesting. So let it start. The um, the linking to Common Core. Well, that's the game we play. <sighs> yeah, it's it's good and bad and ugly. Okay, so something that was posted out there, uh, you know, our connection with Playful Learning and Learning Games Network, MIT, um, and I might have something to announce next week. Ooh. No, we're not saying, can't say anything. I already know what it is. Ah, uh, shh. Okay. I already know. <clears throat> Be quiet. Uh, Zach so, got hey, a unicorn. Hey, 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 a unicorn. Yes, that's what it is. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, these are workshops uh, for Playful Learning. And Playful Learning, if you all don't know, is a it's in beta now. Uh, it's supported by the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And it's a, and I'm on the board of directors, which is quite scary. Um, yeah. So, Playful Learning Summit. Yeah. 
University of Wisconsin Whitewater. That's very yeah. close to me. I mean, yeah. it's not road trip, very close, but it's close. Yeah, oh, and it's, it's already happened. People oh. there. Where no, hold on. Where JPG, is that? Kurt Squire, Constance. This is Steincooler. Is that a what's the fish go is that to a this. weekend? November 15th, 16th? I don't know. It's let's check it out. Thursday, Friday. <clears throat> so let's check it out. Where's my calendar? James Paul G? Yeah, JPG. Whoa. All right, what is it? And Danny it? Hero. We don't, we don't need another. No, we need another hero. That's what we do. We need a hero. <laughs> okay, so these... Okay, stop. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so... <laughs> Playful learning. What's playful learning, Jerry? Uh, are you asking for the the literary definition or like the oh about? I mean, I could go to the about about playful yeah. learning. Yes. So it is a website mm -hmm. that you can search for topics that you are teaching, and it will give you a list of games that you could use within your classroom. Excellent and resources. What, excellent resources. It's getting. It's getting better and better. Uh, we're adding lesson plans, and then we'll be curating uh, some of these games. Uh, my and job we is civilization. We to work on the... See, what? I was going to lead you right into it. I was <clears> throwing <throat> oh, like, hey, you a meeple. Erase, erase, what? Said, and you're saying we because you worked on the section called... Civilization. Oh, yeah. very nice. You know what? What's crazy is I've been playing more Civilization Five lately. Uh-oh. And it's... But yeah, they've made some huge updates, and it's running quite nicely. It's still there's there's no computer there's no computer in the district that will run that will run this. We have 23, 24 buildings. We have 13,000 students. We have over a thousand teachers, and we have well maybe there's a few, but there are no computers in my building that I think can run Civilization Five. Man. Oh, okay. But, you know, all my lessons and everything are based on Civilization 4, so we don't need it. Hmm. Okay, so that's Playful Learning. These are the summits you can go to. Uh, these are the dates. We'll have that in the show notes. Yeah, I want to I want to um, check that out, man. Oops, got to go back further. Wow, yeah, those are some great events. Yeah. So in... I'm going to Whitewater. Okay. Not even taking you with. No, that's that's fine. Uh, the 22nd, they're in Lexington, Kentucky. Lexington, Kentucky. Hey, Jerry, screenshot this. Oh, uh, whoa, whoa. Louisville. Louisville. Whoa. Okay. Uh, you know what? NIU homecoming today, buddy. More concerned with my 6-0 and NIU Huskies. Yeah. My, Undefeated. My, my Cardinals are... Undefeated. Yeah. My Cardinals are 6-0, and but they really undefeated. haven't played... Maybe we're only 5-0. I don't know. 5-6-0. They're undefeated. Six, something like that. They should have beat Rutgers a little bit more handily. Okay, so Lexington, Kentucky. Uh, Whoops. Wildcats. Uh, Massachusetts. I Massachusetts. Just, uh, just closed the window. Wisconsin. On accident. Okay. So what's our next one there? Thunderclap. Yeah, have, have you heard of Thunderclaps? Thunderclap. No. By the power. <laughs> Sorry. Grayskull. Oh, Grayskull. Okay, so Thunderclap, a way to promote. Start a Thunderclap. Yeah. So what is it? This is Bot Logic. We've talked about this before. It's a, oh. it's a puzzle game. It looks very easy. I've shown this to students, and they're like, oh, this is pretty easy. And then they start getting a little further. They're like, oh, this is a lot more difficult than I thought. So it's coding. It's basic coding. 
what's the before we get too far? What's the difference between Thunderclap and Kickstarter? I don't know. I, I think this, it's on both. Yeah, it is. And I think Thunderclap is a way to uh, share it. Okay. I don't think. I don't think it's a. You're not looking um, for anything. You're not. Well, there's a anything. goal though. So <clears throat> supporters, eighty-seven. Yeah, but it's it's social media supporting. Okay. So yeah, this is really good. I mean, this is uh, the students that I've had mess around with this enjoy it. It's it's and you know what's nice? It runs in the browser. It's HTML5. That's awesome. Um, and so it runs very easy on an iPad or an Android device. Uh, that's that's huge. That's gonna, that's gonna be a must for everything that comes yeah. out. Now. Yeah. Okay, so Very check cool. out BotLogic, and I have also have the link for the actual uh, BotLogic site, but also the Thunderclap. Okay, the last one here, and last this is one. kind of interesting. It's um, I sent this out on Twitter this morning, and somebody appreciated that you know I sent out something that gives an opposite, <laughs> a very opposite <laughs> viewpoint. Would you agree, Jerry? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's an interesting article. <clears throat> called uh, What Sir Ken Got Wrong. So we don't know a lot about the author, um, except what you can find on this pretty, uh, you know, basic blog. He's a website. language arts? Yep. In, language arts teacher at most likely England. Yeah, because uh, we've spelling? deduced from spellings. Um, Joe Kirby is his name, English teacher, education blogger. So... Um, it you know it was hard for me at first because I like Sir Ken Robinson's ideas to get past the initial bias of like you know why are you why are you messing with my boy yeah yeah step back maybe we should room. hey maybe maybe we should do what he's done and change our show title to what Sir Ken got wrong and I bet we'd get some hits. I bet we probably would. It's a good marketing technique. But, um, <laughs> you know, I will say um, he goes through and lists a lot of what, you know, Ken Robinson's ideas, which, you know, as okay. I was reading them, I was like, yeah, these are these are good. I like those. Yeah. Uh, and then he goes on to give his, okay, so where is it here? Let's see if I can get to it. Uh, seductive but wrong. He says Ken Robinson's very seductive. He uses seductive several times, which is not... <laughs> Not my first but choice how, how he education wrong. reform, but um, uh, okay. So where is this here? To keep going. Okay, how there we go. How he is wrong. Um, so he gives six. Now, okay, we're simplifying this because this article goes. It goes pretty. It's, it's, it, it's pretty in depth, and we haven't gone through the whole thing, but we've gotten some highlights. And one thing I just want to stress right off the bat: I, it's good to find opposite viewpoints to to take a look. Sure. At different. You know, different angles, and you, you kind of question what your thoughts are too. That's not bad. Well, and the thing that I like about this is he does link a lot of his references. Now, as I went through some of them, some of them are kind of interesting, and I'm not sure he's using them all in the way they were meant to be. But uh, <laughs> his viewpoint. But yeah, right. But um, you know, the, there was some interesting stuff. Like there's an article from Dan Willingham, who is it? Willingham, who is another guy, you know, talking about Gardner's multiple intelligences and alternate views on things like that. So I do appreciate at least that he linked a lot of the, you know, um, the 
the sources of, of these ideas. You know, I do see some stats kind of randomly floating around in here that, that are not quite backed up. But, um, yeah, essentially he says, uh, how is he wrong? Sir Ken's ideas aren't just impractical, impractical they're undesirable. Here's the trouble with his arguments. Um, number one, <clears throat> excuse me, number one, talent, creativity, and intelligence are not innate but come through practice. Two, learning styles and multiple intelligences don't exist. Three, literacy and numeracy. I don't know. Numbers. The, yeah, are the basis <laughs> for creativity. Um, that, that was a special stick in my side there. Uh, for misbehavior, the English version, misbehavior yes. <clears throat> is a bigger problem in our schools than conformity my other sticking point. Five, um, academic achievement is vital but unequal, partly because six, rich kids get rich cultural knowledge, poor kids don't. <clears throat> I, if I was going to agree with anything on his list, I think it would be uh, you know, somewhere on the ladder down there, uh, around yeah. six. But but yeah, like, like you said, you know, good, at least he, he backed some of this stuff up, and uh, I'm going to take a chance to look through it and look at a lot of his sources a little bit closer, just because you know, I think it's fun to argue with computer screens. <laughs> yeah, it's it, you, you can always find. I mean, this. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it, I don't know. I just like looking at it and and saying, because my has your teaching changed since you started? Uh yeah. Yeah, I mean, mine's completely. Yeah, way way different. And I don't think that's bad. No. I don't think that's a bad thing. My the way I grade, the way you know, my the way my I assess, the way I look at um, my students and how I teach them, it's totally altered. So you know, I don't mind. Are there some things that Ken Robinson says that I, I totally agree with? Yes. Are there some things that I question? Yes. And I think the same thing goes for this article. It's uh, there's some things that I totally disagree. Talent, creativity, and intelligence are not innate but come through practice. Um, that's you can't make that as a as a always statement. Right, I, right. I say overwhelmingly, and I just had an example this week of a student of mine that's on our team that wrote, and I'm sure she's practiced it. Okay, I'm not saying she hasn't, but did a, just an amazing job of this piece of writing, and it's like I don't think honestly I don't think there are many junior high students that could do it. I don't think there are many high school kids that could do it. I don't think there are many adults. I, I, I just think that's something that's in this student. Yeah. And it was amazing. And I'm sure you see it or in it's art. been now, nurtured in that student. Yes. Well. Oh, yeah, and that's true, too. So it's, I think there's, with some things, I think there's things that are there, but it does need practice in order to become better. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think there's any doubt of that. Um, but I think there's some things that there's... I don't. It's just not there. <laughs> That's, yeah. I'm not an artist. I'm sure if I practiced, I could get better. But there's some things I just don't see in the same light. Well, but you know what? And that's that's the link to I think where where you talk about something like multiple intelligences, which links in with this. You know, this is these two things kind of actually go more hand in hand than he makes a connection with. Um, nurturing multiple intelligences can lead to creativity in more areas. Like, sure, you might not think you're an artist, but the ability to draw and to dissect things by um, by shades and colors and tones is something you learn to do. It's like, um, in the this is my what I tell kids about drawing all the time is 
people always want to draw realistic things first. You know, you, you want to draw a dinosaur, and you're like, well, I want to draw a dinosaur that looks exactly like a dinosaur. And it's kind of like weightlifting. It's training your brain. So if you wanted to be a bodybuilder, you wouldn't walk into the gym and lift the heaviest thing you could find first. Right, right. You, know, you would lift something appropriate and repeatedly build up that skill. Well, it's kind of the same thing with the way that you see arts and the way you learn to draw. Your brain isn't ready if you just say, oh, I want to draw that so it looks realistic and perfect. You know, That's very difficult for people to do right off the bat. But, but you change your whole view of how you start to see those things, you could learn to do that. But there are some students that can pick it up very quickly. Yeah, there are some students whose brains work differently and yeah. pick those things up. So maybe Just like there are some people that it's much easier to lift weights for. Maybe it's semantics on how that's looked at, I guess. I don't know. Well, and I think that the point is it is semantics. And then, you know, the bottom of his article here, he just says, in short, Sir Ken is wrong on education, profoundly, spectacularly <laughs> wrong. I think he's trying so, to get some hits. Right. So next time someone sends him. you a link to one of his videos, perhaps you could send yeah. the link to this blog spot back to them. Yeah, no, so it's, it's that's, not bad to question. Know, yeah. It's not um, bad to question and look at all those things and, and say, oh, the almighty Ken. Well, that... Okay, so yeah, it's not bad to question, but I don't feel like that's questioning. That's <laughs> he's profoundly, spectacularly wrong. Yeah, it's well, not he's, questioning. It's uh, <laughs> he's he's trying to, like he's trying to get hits. Yeah. Hey, uh, just wanna because that's our last article bit. I was noticing because it wasn't showing up on the actual page. I don't know the uh, the event because we have some people that have asked some questions, and we still have to figure out this question and answer thing. I don't know yeah. if that's it's on the. On the right there, I don't know if anything, it's disabled. You disabled it, Jerry. I did no. not. Um, Ooh, so it says, uh, here's John Stock. He's got a couple comments on here. I'm 40. I've been gaming since 1979. Yes, that's uh, uh, on the Atari 2600. Did it come out? Was it uh, out in 79? I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I that's 34 so. years of gaming. I, yep. It's, I remember my, uh, I didn't have it, but my friend did. And just the stick and the, the one button. Um, yeah. Jerry playing. version 1.0 was, yeah. was. Well, is that is, they, is, the, is the 2600? Is that the spin? Is that the spin wheel? Ooh, no! I think the 2600 was else? the was the long controller with the button and the joystick. I yeah. Think. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know. You know what? We're sitting at a world at our hands. Atari yeah. 2600. Oh, the other one says, I've noticed female gamers in my friend... Oh, yeah. Oh, it's the square joystick, not the long one. I was yeah, wrong. it's a square. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Okay, no, you're donk. thinking of this spinny thing. See it right well, there? Well... Yep, yep. There was nope. that one. Is that older? Oh, or is that something is you plug this? in? Yeah, I think it's something you plug in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, see? I see it there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody has an iPod? <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, it's. I, I remember that. I remember... Um, Oh, oh, this was my first one, right there, on the right. This guy. Yeah, is that oh, the yeah. spinny? That's that the, pull yeah. position. Oh my oh. god! See, that was advanced. Bringing back memories right now. That was advanced. Okay, oh. so it says I've noticed female gamers. This is John I'm talking biased. about this. Hello, Jerry. Hi. Sorry. Yeah, I've noticed female gamers in my friend and family circles have started gaming in the last eight to ten years. Yeah, I, I definitely think that's grown. I think that's grown. Yeah. Uh, gamers have all the qualities that teachers try to foster in their students. Yeah, you you get. A lot of research. That's from Mike Donegan. Um, I love his avatar. It's a little uh, pirate, Lego pirate. <laughs> totally. And you find a lot of research that talk about that, including James Paul G. Um, that's totally fits that. Uh, let's see. 
Let's see here. Uh, what is your definition of next-gen gaming, Mr. Ed Gamer? You put a space between Ed and Gamer. I'm not Ed. Yeah, your name's Ed. Ed. My name's <laughs> not Ed. Yeah, you're Ed. Um, what's uh, definition of next-gen gaming? <sighs> Boy. It's moving. Well, it's, it's <clears throat> definitely moving more tablets. Um, I think the biggest generation shift you're going to see in gaming is going to be as opposed to the technological side, which people always think because the technology moves faster. Yeah. I think you're going to start to see a lot of the software move faster in terms of things like Quandary. I think you're going to see people, you know, like uh, demanding more out of like uh, choices and decisions in games and ability well, of game to adapt to you. Yeah, and indie games because the technology yeah. has been easier to develop. Uh -huh. You see a lot more indie games out there. Might not, just like my, with Minecraft, not software. It, it's it's not a huge yeah. graphics, you know, uh, yeah. amazement, but it's something that is very, and it's it's easier to put together, and but you get more in depth with the choices, like kind of like what Jerry was saying. And with indie releases and easily accessible technology, you get more modding and more, um, you know, less big sales. So you get uh, less copyright, and you get more ability for people to to um, to mod those games and, and create their own. Yeah, yeah. Let's see somebody. Um, yeah. So it. I don't know why. I got to figure this out, Jerry, because I'm getting some responses back here. It says, "Do you have any any experience with game-based platform Magna High?" I I've known some teachers that have have done that. I haven't messed with it. I think that's the. Uh, uh, kind of like an anime. Okay. Um, and we've had somebody on that's that's talked about that. It's the problem is I teach social studies and language arts, um, and I, not math, but it's but it's I don't know. That's something I'm gonna write it down. Cool. I know we've talked about it before. Okay, I'll write that down. Uh, and then we had somebody else. Um, uh oh. I apologize, people. I will turn on the question and answer section before our next broadcast. Yeah, so come on, Jerry. Uh, you know what? I'm only doing everything oh, here. Hey, uh, a friend of Ed Gamer, uh, Nate Balcom, um, giving mad props to Ed Gamer during my gamification se session at what, what? Ed Camp Central and E. I wonder if that's New England. Cool. Thank you very much. Um, let's see here. Yeah. Very cool. Thank nice. you, Nate. Nice, you guys. We'll bump it up to an hour here. Uh-oh. I've got... If it doesn't rain, I have to mow the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Thanks, Ed. <laughs> yes. My name's Ed. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Anything else? That's it. Happy Saturday. Yeah. Let me look one last time here, because I want to... I don't know. I just want to make sure nobody's put anything else out here. And hey, uh, are you going to make the you're going to make the event for Thursday, correct? You you do realize we're still on the air, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Oh, hey, Charlie actually did put this on the event. So, uh, Charlie, I will write that down, and we'll see if we can add that, squeeze that into our interview next week on Magna High because that's been brought up before. So, let me pull up my notes. Awesome, that was good. Uh, thank you. <laughs>
Wow. Thank you. And did I get more gray? Yeah, I think we all got a little more gray. Jerry, I'm going to have to talk to you later about beard maintenance. You're going to have to talk to me about being able to get a video feed up again. <laughs> okay, I'll help you out. Thank you for listening to this week's Ed Gamer Podcast. Please follow us on edreach.us and also follow other great podcasts and blog posts on the EdReach Network. And thank you for our live listeners. Uh, have a great week. Good luck to all the runners in the Chicago Marathon. My wife's okay. going to come in first. I know it. First place. In your heart, yes. <laughs> your, your wife is wonderful. Wife's go wonderful. NIU. Yeah. Boo Louisville or Louisville or whatever it is. Really? They're not even playing each other, and they already played Thursday night. Boo! Okay. Oh, I have to end the broadcast. Yeah, you have to hit the button. Jim. Dang it.